Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Dale Budge, who's born and bred and lives in Pukekohe and has a lot to do with sport in the region and has a very, very good... Um, regional website around counties Manukau now joins us on the program to talk about this. Dale, good evening. Welcome. Hey, Mark. There you go. How much is the Pukekohe racetrack a part of Pukekohe's identity and brand? I think it's huge, mate, to be honest. And, and I think, um, you know, I grew up here, uh, you know, sort of in the 80s, you know, childhood, the Sunday morning you'd, you'd wake up, you'd hear the sound of, of cars or various types of racing, um, from local club stuff to you know to big international events, you'd hear cars, the sound of them drifting across the, the township, and it's just second nature. I sort of said the other day, it's like a white noise, but a comforting white noise for those that have grown up here. Mm. Um, might sound silly, but it's, it's just what what we know. And the whole the whole town is a motorsport town. You walk down Monaco Road, the the main road that the, the racetrack's on, stretches for about three or four k's. You walk down all the industrial area there, every second business has some either direct or slightly indirect tie to motorsport. You know, you've got uh, the country's best off-roader next um, there with, with his business. You've got some of the best rally car preparation business possible. Like Great Possum Bourne, his business was was preparing rally cars on Monaco Road. You've got, you know, the, 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 the list goes all the way through from karting to speedway to every form of motorsport you can think of. And, and it's I think it's because of the tie to that, that racetrack. I think for a lot of us, we were born into it, and it's just part of what we know in, in Pukekohe. And, um, look, it's, it's, it's sad. I, I, I sort of felt when that news came, um, you know, people said it was out of the blue. For me, it was inevitable that it was, it was going to be the end because there's just not the money to invest in it. There's not the return for, for the owners. The owners obviously need to concentrate on their core business which is you know which has not always made been profitable so I kind of understand it all um, and so to me there was a little bit of inevitability about it but now that it's here the reality that we're done with it is it's quite emotional. But Dale, I mean, we've seen over the years, haven't we, there's a thing called this sort of historical uh, trust and you see a lot of houses and buildings that get ratings put on them and local body or even central government come in to protect them. You look at this, you know, the permanent, it became a permanent track replacing Ardmore in 1963, uh, home of the New Zealand Grand Prix, the only Grand Prix in existence outside of Formula One. You've had the likes of Sterling Moss, Graham Hill, Jackie Stewart, uh, Australian drivers, Peter Brock, Dick Johnson, Jim Richards, they all carved their name out on this track. Why couldn't more be done to protect the integrity, to protect this historical part of the New Zealand sporting fabric? Yeah, I've asked that question um, today. I, I certainly don't blame Auckland Thoroughbred Racing, which is the, the entity that's, I guess, the merged entity between Counties Racing Club and, and Auckland. Um, it's, 
sort of transpired over the last 12, 18 months. Um, I think you have to sort of date back further than that. I don't know, it's, it's, it's a hard one, Mark, because, you know, we look at Athletic Park, there was a whole lot of conjecture around its future when decision was made there to go in a different direction and, you know, so much history lost. But, but we moved on and we've got a better facility as a result and, and sport is better off for, for making that change. The Yankees went away from old Yankee Stadium where, you know, the house that Babe Ruth built to a new Yankee Stadium and now 10, 15 years on from, from its construction, people don't really talk about, you know, missing the, the old facility. And I'm sure in time, once we get used to racing at Hampton Downs, because I'm sure that is the natural place, you know, 15 minutes down the road from, from Pukekohe, a state-of-the-art modern facility with all the mod cons, everything you need for good racing, probably better racing than what we see at what is essentially a drag strip, we will be better off. It's just really hard to bid farewell to the history, to the memories that a lot of us have, have had of that place. And I think that what they will struggle to do at Hampton Downs, or anything for that matter, is replicate the atmosphere you get from that that big hill with the crowd and so many people pushed into one little condensed area, it's pretty magic. You can you can feel you know, you can feel it yesterday when Van Gisbergen, you know, parked the, the car on pole for, for the second race and the crowd bought, bought into it because it was it was a bit of a surprise at the time. That wave of emotion, it's yeah, that's what's going to be hard to replicate. Yeah, and it's interesting because Scotty McLaughlin, both Scott Dixon, um, have come out. Uh, prior to the final round of the Indy cars and acknowledged that at a press conference, I think for Scotty McLaughlin, it was his first race win in the V8 supercars in his career, so a special place to him as well, and we saw the emotion there for Shane Van Gisbergen. So for the people of Pukekohe, for the identity of your community and region, where to now? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the bit that's lost. Um, Hampton Downs is not far away. For those of us that are, are passionate about the sport, it's not a huge trek to... To, to drive the 15 minutes out to, to Hampton Downs, but it is across the, the border for those outside of the, the Greater Auckland region. What that means is it's, you, you don't necessarily get... It's on the Auckland Council boundary, is what I'm saying. So having access to the Auckland money that has made a lot of these big events, made supercars possible um, since its return in 2013, that is not a foregone conclusion now because the, 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 new, the Hampton Downs racetrack sits just outside the, the boundary now. You can make a compelling case that the benefit is still going to be to walk with the hotel rooms and uh, a lot of the spend that teams and fans and spectators will, will make will come into the Auckland region, but technically it does sit just outside the boundary. So it just complicates matters a little bit. But yeah, in terms of Pukekohe, I guess, I mean, look, things go on. Um, you know, I can't imagine those businesses that I talked about on Monaco Road closing down all of a sudden. It's still the hub. You know, it's still ingrained in, in what we are. It won't be quite the same. You're not going to have those hordes of people making their annual pilgrimage out to, to Pukekohe and um, you know having having what we had across this race weekend. Okay, let's talk about the thoroughbred industry. I mean, how big is it in Pukekohe? Is it an industry? I mean, you tend to think more around Cambridge, um, Karaka, possibly, which is again not too far from Pukekohe. Is 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 it going to have some cut through? Is it going to become? Um, yeah, is it going to become a focal point? I think that I'm, that I'm, I'm um, I have to caveat this to say that I've done an extreme amount of research on the thoroughbred industry, Mark, but 
Well, but, but, but that's part of that's what part of that's part of my point, though, Dale. Does anyone actually care any more about it? I mean, you, you know, the race industry is not what it once was in this country. I, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's it's no, di- it's, it's, it's dying, mate. Comparison. I don't disagree, but it's not necessarily the comparison. The bottom line is, they own the facility, and that organisation needs to figure out the best way to make use of its of its resources for it to protect its ongoing liability. And so. From what I understand, Ellerslie is, is closed for the moment, so any of the Auckland meetings will be held at Pukekohe over the next 18 months or so, including the Boxing Day races this year. And then once Ellerslie is open for business again, I think every thoroughbred horse trainer in the region will be pushed out to Pukekohe. That will be the training base. There'll be mm. a whole lot more infrastructure added to the current facilities, more stables to hold. Yeah, anyone that's basically involved in the industry in the greater Auckland region will be based out of Pukekohe and Ellerslie will simply be used for race meetings as opposed to a training facility. So if you can make a compelling argument that that's a better use of resource, it, it might it open some new doors, I'm sure. Um, you know, Pukekohe does have a, a rich history with, with horse racing. There's, there's plenty of renowned stables around this region and, and trainers, and um, it, is, it is a big part of the community. Perhaps not quite as identified as a motorsport, but to be fair, I don't know that that's a, a necessary comparison. Motorsport doesn't own that facility. It hasn't done for a long, long time. Okay, Dale. Hey, uh, look, Dale, you're a busy guy these days. You're involved in a lot of things, but you've actually sort of set up a, a website which is focused very much around the county's Manukau region in terms of local sport. Just tell us a little bit about that before we let you go. Oh, yeah, County Sports Hub, um, brainchild of a, a few of us that uh, live down this way, sports journalists, got together um, over the last 10 years for a catch-up twice a year for a, for a beer and talk about the industry and whatnot. And we sort of found a trend over that period of time that you know, local media, the local... Um, County News here that used to service or still does service the community focuses as much on local sports. We've not seen the club rugby, the club cricket, the club netball being talked about like it once did. So, came up with the idea of County Sports Hub. Um, we, we basically partner with all the, the local regional sports bodies and, and try and provide that coverage that, you know, once was a staple of our community newspapers. Um, and, yes, we're about 18 months, two years into, into that journey, and um, it's been a lot of fun. I feel like we're actually making a contribution to the community and to, to support, which is obviously what I'm passionate about and um, yeah, look forward to doing it for many years to come. And what's the website, Dale? It's literally countysportshub.co.nz Fantastic. Hey, look, lovely having you on the program, Matt. I know how passionate you are about your region and where you come from, mate, and uh, some wonderful insights, so thank you. No, thanks, Mike. Appreciate the support. There you go, Dale Budge joining us on the program. Yeah, do check out that County Sports Hub as well. Um, it's a really cool initiative, and I think it could be rolled out across a lot of different sports regions just so that you can get your updates on your local netball comps and you can go to one place and sort of have your answers and hear from your local sort of footy clubs, etc. Uh, so great initiative there from Dale Budge.